0: Yeah, What's going on, everybody? You're now tuned into episode six of the Gridiron Guys podcast with your boy Sean Pesos. And
1: hey, your boy Russ Digi. What's good?
0: Man, I'm hurting right now, man. Hurting. It's a rough weekend. I man. know.
1: Yep, yeah, I know. We were oh, texting I and mean, emojis yeah. and all.
0: Right, <laughs> right. My brother from another was kind of sad over there, too, because he couldn't join it. <laughs> not join in, but it's cool. You got to
1: yeah. go ahead and grab some gear, man. Rep, yeah, get yeah. a turnover chain. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got to get a ring, something. <laughs> it's been a rough week yeah. around, the, around the sports, man. People retiring out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it's wild.
0: Dude's getting injured. It's real out here.
1: Mm-hmm. Football is back in full effect.
0: Yeah, and it ain't always in a good way. Nah. So, uh, let's get down to the biggest news of the weekend. All right. Andrew Luck announced his retirement. What was that, Saturday night?
1: Yep, out of nowhere. We out here watching the Hurricanes game, and it's just in there.
0: Boom, Shafter.
1: Yep. Fresh on the job, two phones, Mr. Two Phones himself.
0: Right. (laughs) I was like, damn, retirement?
1: Yeah, it was a shocker.
0: I know he was injured a lot, but damn, retirement though? Mm Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wasn't expecting him to, you know, retire, but I knew he was physically down because it, it was just too many stories, man. Like we talked about earlier, you know, they ain't really have an idea what it was. You right. know, you're going calf strain, knee, ankle. Oh, man, pick one. Like, what is it for real? Like,
0: Yeah. It's right.
1: yeah. <laughs> like, that's too many unknowns.
0: All right. For y'all that didn't hear this uh, Andrew Luck retirement speech, you want to break that out? Yep. Give people a little bit of uh, context? Yes, sir. All right, let's get down to it then. Any reaction to the fans? Did you hear, did you hear the
1: reaction on the field? Yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say I heard the reaction. Yes, I'm just curious. Yeah, it hurt. I'll be honest, chat. It hurt.
0: Yeah, man. Let me send a PSA out to uh, Colts fans. That's the bonus <laughs> that y'all did, yo. Here's the reason y'all been relevant. Like, yeah, they should not have treated that man like that
1: oh definitely not but then at the same time man you know it's the heat of the moment and they found out when we found out and that was during a game for them which had to be crazy seeing this dude on the sideline in a t-shirt and then Adam Schefter's reporting that he retired and I got your jersey on in the stands I'm like dog, why are you at the game like you could have said this before the game That's true <laughs> No, I'm not a big proponent of just booing people for the sake of booing because, I mean, you know, at that point in time, you wouldn't know the story. But I definitely would have felt a certain type of way with him being at the game, and I'm finding out during the game.
0: But being a fan of that team, you know how injury-prone he is. You know
1: oh, definitely. how
0: broken and beat up his body is. You should definitely like, okay, this man has been through a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't got his face beat in every season, damn near that he played.
1: Yeah, see? I mean, I, you got I definitely see that it is
0: to to feel some kind of way. Like, look, man, I'm beat up. I'm trying to live after football. Like a lot of these dudes don't, you know, they don't live their days out well after they retire.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, too. Like, it's football, and it's a it's a tough sport, a really tough sport, man. And, like, you know, Vontae Davis, he retired at halftime. And so sometimes you just never know when it's going to hit you. I know it sounds absurd for somebody to retire at halftime, but at the same time, you don't want to go out there and hurt yourself. And that's basically how I had to look at the Andrew Luck situation. Like, this man's like, look, man, I ain't getting no better. I ain't trying to hurt myself.
0: Right. And he got kids to raise.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I respect it without a doubt. Booing them, man, is it's just unnecessary, yeah. you know. Either way, no matter how you feel about it, booing them is just like, come on, man. You know that guy's tough.
0: Right. And, yeah. and now they're demanding to have their season tickets back.
1: Nah, see, that's stupid, right? though. That's stupid. Because you're not a fan of the team, and anybody could use that that excuse if that was the case. Yeah, you know
0: that's what they're doing
1: though nah that ain't gonna work you ain't getting no money back nah but I'm gonna like,
0: okay <laughs> say he didn't retire and he blew out his ACL injured for the year right you're not gonna get a refund once the season starts you already paid of course not of course not so
1: and that's the whole thing
0: what's the point behind
1: that I mean at the end of the day the product that's promised is that you're gonna get a game between two teams and unless you don't get the, that game I don't really see where your gripe is coming from <laughs> I guess they you know. Know
0: that since their star quarterback is retired, there's no point in them seeing the team. But the Man, team he ain't won good.
1: nothing. Who oh, <laughs> thought you was going to get a guaranteed Super Bowl? Like, <laughs> what Chances are they started, still lose.
0: They will. <laughs> Senior was ranked number eight last week.
1: Man, listen, we already know what that's about.
0: We just went on the whole spiel last week. They ranked that's
1: that's that hype train. That's right. that hype train for sure. It is. At first, yeah. he was supposed to come in and be the savior. You know what I mean? He was the air parent to Peyton Manning, but bigger and stronger. You know, he went to Stanford, so he was so smart. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, man, you can't just be hyping people up, period.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, there's a guy in Ohio right now that's getting the hype ridiculous, but not going to go there right now.
1: I mean, respect it. I mean, I, I, I think his hype is a little bit different from Andrew Luck's hype. I mean, I'm always against the all-time great hype. Like, I don't even want to hear that about Pat Mahomes. You know, I heard somebody say the other day that he could go down being the greatest quarterback of all time. And I'm just like, nah, bro, that's like you're talking 16, 17 seasons down the line. Like, you don't even do it. You know, and that's the kind of hype Andrew Luck had. I think Baker's hype is just he's fresh and hot right now. Like, right. it's okay to say you think a dude will make it to the playoffs. Just don't tell me he's going to be top five dead or alive when it's all said and done. I ain't trying to hear it.
0: That sounds like something that Nick Wright said, I swear.
1: Might have been, bro. It could have been.
0: Sound like Nick raped yeah. dumbass.
1: You know, he's a KC fan. Nick be on that limb. be out on the ledge.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also with Andrew Luck, it's a whole narrative going around. Like he quit and like he's soft. I don't like that mm-hmm. narrative either. Because he's definitely not. Soft.
1: Nah, that's disrespectful.
0: Like the injuries he had were like he couldn't do nothing. He had a shoulder injury. You can't have a shoulder injury. See a throwing shoulder and be a quarterback. That's not going to work.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely one of those situations where, uh, you know, that narrative is just it's asinine when you really think about it because he's playing professional football. Like, soft and playing professional football don't go together in the first place.
0: Like, what was dude's name? Dan Gottlieb? Doug Gottlieb? It's-
1: Doug Gottlieb. Lord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he
0: made, like... That's the most millennial thing ever. Like, bro, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, man, and I can't stand Doug. And Doug is a basketball guy. He's trash. I didn't even know he watched football, but he is just like he's trash, bro. Like his his whole take on things just they never add up to me. And that's another situation where it doesn't add up. You know? I didn't know now, who he
0: was before you made that comment, to be honest with
1: you. <laughs> Good. Act like you don't know who he is now because he's not worth the energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people, they make they make crazy comments, but I respect them because at the same time, they provide balance. But I don't really see Doug Gottlieb providing balance in the industry. You know what I mean? And so that's what that's part of the you know problem I have with them. You know, it's just he takes some wild stance, whether it's against LeBron, whether it's against Westbrook, now Andrew Luck. It's just like, all right, man, well, who do you like? You know, you're telling me what you don't like so much. Well, what do you like? And I never really get that from him.
0: <clears throat> so it sounds like he's being a contrarian just to be a
1: contrarian. Okay. I mean, it feels that way. I think he thought he was going to get a rise out of it. And, you know, Troy Aikman came through and checked him. Right. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I look at it like this, man. You know, some people, no matter what happens, they go, they're they going to look at it like he quit, right? right? And I guess that's a way that you can look at it. That's a perspective you can take, and I have to respect it. But at the end of the day, if you're talking about protecting these players and their health and their well-being, you know, I look at football and I equate it to, like, wrestling. You know what I mean? Like the WWE and WCW for those who knew back in the day. You know, there was this string of wrestlers just who had, you know, brain trauma that were just dying, committing suicide or just dying in general, like some of the legends. And, you know, you don't want to see that in football. And so the only way that you can kind of prevent that first and foremost is the players have to protect themselves. Like, that's the first line of defense, you know? And so if this man feels like that the process is just too grueling mentally, in addition to the toll that it's taking on his body. I don't think he quit. I just think he was forced out.
0: I'm just thinking about his his last, what, five years? Mm-hmm. He's missed the whole season. Right. When he has come back, he's been injured. Like, mm-hmm. back, to back to back He made a playoff yep. run last season. Right. He was even injured during that run. So it's like, yeah. how many exactly. injuries can my body take what my body says no more? Exactly. And I can't walk yeah. in the morning.
1: Exactly. That's. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, man. I mean, the thing about professional athletes, if you really pay attention to them, you can see when an athlete's body starts to betray them, you know? You can be a, a top physical specimen, but you may peak early, you know? You could be a phenom like Derrick Rose was at the end of high school and the beginning of college and maybe his first three or four years in the NBA. But after a while, his body wasn't built to last, you know?
0: Like uh, DeMarcus Cousins. We're seeing it.
1: Right. You're seeing that now. Now he's a bigger guy. So to me, it kind of makes sense because when you're six ten, you don't usually have the durability of a guy that may be like six three or six four. You know, when you're in that six, 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 seven range, that that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Scottie Pippen range, that's usually about as tall as it gets. You know what I mean? And so far as like longevity. But the taller players Besides Dirk, I mean, he's probably one of the first seven footers that, besides Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so that's two, that really went far, like a long time, you know, and played at a high level, right. you know, so, I mean, but at the, go ahead. I was
0: about to say, KD was almost there.
1: Yeah, almost, but he had uh, an injury before too, but... You know, just bringing it back to football, man, it's like it's certain people who their, their bodies just that's what it is, man. You know, they done took a pounding like coming up in our age bracket. You know, like if you're in your 30s, you were playing tackle football early. You know, what I mean? And so you playing tackle, you going through high school, middle school, high school, get to college. By the time you get to the pros, man, you don't took some licks, you know, and certain people just, you know, they can't take it.
0: Especially the quarterback position, you getting smacked. Blind
1: side. Oh, yeah. Getting they getting They saved these boys.
0: Side.
1: Right. Yeah, they saved these boys. They could thank Tom Brady for that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because Tom Brady was the one that really got on his high horse about being protected, and that's when they started changing rules like every season, you know?
0: Yeah. But they are so. giving Andrew Luck this, this, what's the word I'm looking for? This mega status, this mythological status was him
1: now retiring. Yeah. I mean, I heard something on um, the other day on the radio, like saying, you know, will he be, uh, the, the, uh, the only other person that was a hall of famer under 40, I believe was Troy Aikman. He got in at 39 mm-hmm. and they were saying that Andrew Luck, you know, might get in. And I was just like, yeah, that's crazy. Get
0: like based on what though, that's what I'm trying to
1: figure. Yeah. Out. Like, bruh, like, nah, he ain't no hall of famer. Nah, he broke mean, records for the Colts man, I, <laughs> he ain't a Hall of Famer. I mean, you <laughs> just dope. You a story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hall of Famer is crazy. Like, you're going to make my man T.O. wait three years to get in, and you're about to tell me that Andrew Luck's up in this piece? It's going to be a lot of people that need to make it then. Like, yeah, I don't want to hear nothing about questioning whether or not Steve Smith Sr. is a Hall of Famer. Like, nah, Steve Smith is a straight Hall of Famer. I remember they were talking like he was borderline. He's a straight Hall of Famer if Andrew Luck gets in.
0: Considering they both got the type of resume that equals each other. Like, Steve Smith didn't do much for Carolina. Like, as a team, they didn't do much.
1: No, not as a team, but as a, just as an individual player, he could ball. Like, everybody knew it, you know? Right. Yeah. So My,
0: my only thing with the whole lofty status, they're the giving luck now. I'm like, if another quarterback did this, would they give them that same farewell tour? Like, no. Like, say a Cam Newton. Definitely Russell not. Wilson, Definitely or not. A, a Philip Rivers, for that matter. Maybe. Would they give him? Well, Philip Rivers, possibly. He's,
1: yeah, maybe.
0: He's one of the darlings. Yep. But Cam Newton, I, I, they be slandering his name from now until Sunday.
1: Well, you know what the thing about Cam Newton is, man. And I always wondered this. I wonder how how much your college scandal plays into things like I feel like Cam Newton and Jameis Winston suffer from the same thing like because they had a sketchy college Mm stint, you know people tried to carry that over into their adulthood like they didn't let these guys shake it like you know they were young you know did Cam take the money did Cam, Cam stole the computer allegedly you know what I'm saying um And then I think when he came into the league, it was just more or less about judging his play, but really having that in the back of their minds, you know, and he almost shook everything up. Like if he would have won that Super Bowl, everything would have changed, you know, but just because he was the MVP and he got to the Super Bowl, they always use, but can he throw? He's taking a pounding, but can he throw
0: for his legs?
1: yeah and it's just like no this dude is doing everything he possibly can to win you know they don't do anything in carolina to help this guy like they got him greg olsen respect you know what i'm saying but after that they didn't try to get him the best of the best receivers you know the 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 first try they had was kelvin benjamin and even when they got him they let him get out like out of control you know what i mean so it's like he doesn't have the weapons that a lot of other quarterbacks have, so he's kind of forced to do that. Right. And I don't think he would have got the respect. It would have been way more criticism, way more criticism, if that man did the exact same thing.
0: And that's the thing that's crazy. Cam actually got MVP. Right. Looked and sure. sniff MVP. I don't think. I mean, he might have got like second highest
1: votes. Not only that, Cam got to the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he got there. Like, for all that promise of Andrew Luck being the, the heir apparent to Peyton Manning and taking over and doing all that stuff, new that, man ain't, that man ain't making it to the Super Bowl. That man threw, like, five picks against Alex Smith in Kansas City, his first uh, playoff game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, he, they definitely glossed over a lot of his misfortunes and his failures, and they've always held him in high regard because, you know, I guess they just looked at him like he was going to be the next biggest thing, you know, generationally.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be him and Russell taking over the league.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, him and RG3 initially.
0: True, true, because they did. Yeah. What was that? 1 2, 1 3? That's 1 2. Yeah, that was supposed to be the battle.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. (laughs) The crazy thing is, RG3 is still in the league.
0: (laughs) True, but RG3 is not taking as much of a beating either.
1: Nah So
0: much time with injury
1: Yeah nah He's the backup He's behind Lamar So he I don't think He's gonna get in like that But yeah
0: Nah but Now that Luck is gone boy mm-hmm. The AFC South Is a different beast Yeah It's a different beast
1: I mean, contrary to popular opinion, I didn't have the Colts winning that division. I honestly th- think it's going to be the Jags, and I still think it will be the Jags. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing about it is I didn't have the Jags running away with the division. You know, I had it be in a close fight. So, you know, I left plenty of room for me to be, you know, uh, yeah, I could see the Colts doing it. Or, yeah, I could see the Texans doing it. I but. had it
0: between the Texans and the uh, Titans, to be honest.
1: Okay. What makes you think the Titans are going to do something, though? Just curious.
0: Because I think it's Mariota's contract here. Is a put up shut up? You either put-up or shut-up? either put-up or you out of here. So I think he's going to finally okay. throw some of that flash that he had at Oregon. At least that's what I'm hoping for.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had a bad night uh, the other night, though. Sunday night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he looked pretty bad against uh, Pittsburgh. It was a rainy game. and You know, he may not have been taking it seriously, and it's still early. But, yeah, he was looking a little rough.
0: But I mean even with his situation they didn't put the best talent around him either.
1: Of course not. I feel like that's I feel like that's the thing. They criticize that's the double standard of the NFL. They criticize the hell out of running quarterbacks and then they don't give them nothing. Like Russell Wilson, very limited weapons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had beast mode, but Doug Baldwin no disrespect, but that's a that's a tier two receiver at best. You know what I'm saying? On yeah. well, his best game, he's still a tier two guy. You know what I mean? You look at Cam Newton, same way. We got you a tight end. You know, we played with you when it came to the cane at a running game. We kept D'Angelo Williams a little too long, you know, then we finally got Christian McCaffrey, but he was a little small. Nah, we ain't really giving you a lot. Lamar Jackson really doesn't have like the craziest weapons. You know what I mean? It's like these running quarterbacks, man. They barely give him a lot to to work with.
0: Yeah, we can go back before that. They didn't give RG three a lot to work with.
1: Nah, they truly didn't. You know, he was he was trying, but the only thing I can say in that situation is the Shanahan family looked like they were trying to put something in play, and it was working. And then he wanted to be more like Peyton Manning, and that's where the the discourse came.
0: But then again, that goes back to the the stigma of the black quarterback and always running. Yeah, I mean, so I get why he wanted to be that way.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to say because when I factor in everything, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to give the Shanahan family the benefit of the doubt. You know, at that time, Mike was the head coach. Kyle was calling plays. You know how they like to use the running back to help protect you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just kind of feel like, he was quick to be like, "Nah, this offense is simple. Like, nah, man, let that thing work for you. You got plenty of time to prove that you're nasty. Let the game slow down a little bit, you know. And then he played hurt, and that was all she wrote. True.
0: Well, you know what's all she wrote? The cold season. It's over. No, <laughs> no disrespect to Jacoby Brissett, but it's over.
1: <laughs> you feel like it's done? Done?
0: They're not making a run. They they'd be lucky to be eight and eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: I can see that, but I didn't have them being too much better than 8-8. I had them as like a 10-16, you know, at bat.
0: 9-7, to be honest.
1: But I feel like the Jags, if the Jags defense can play well and Nick Foles can just be serviceable, they're probably going to be the best ones in the division, you know, unless the Texans can stop it. But the Texans caught a massive injury.
0: Yeah, shout out to our boy Lamar Miller.
1: Yep. Yes, sir. Hurricanes.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, blew his ACL. Yeah, man. For the season.
1: It's horrible, man. Horrible to hear that about a cane. You know, I don't care about no other teams, but if you play for the U, man, I always got love for you in the league. Right. You know, so I hate to hear that. Um, Fortunately, well, we I another, guess. We
0: got another cane in the backfield to take his
1: spot. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yep. From yep.
0: Duke, my guy. My guy, Duke Johnson. Yep. He's taking uh, Lamar's spot in the offense. Hopefully, yeah, man. He can fill in, fill in, and be serviceable.
1: Yeah, shots out to Duke Johnson. I always felt like Duke uh, didn't get a fair shake in uh, Cleveland. Um, he's more of a, a versatile back that can catch out of the backfield, and you can use that to his strength. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to rush rush him. Between the lines, you know what I'm saying? On the inside, it's it's kind of it tough. Never
0: that kind of running back, though.
1: Exactly. So that it, it's not going to work. But I think Deshaun is going to find a friend in Duke, and that's going to help. Not that the replacement of Lamar Miller will, will be the best thing, but I definitely was excited to see them as a tandem before the injury. Like, I thought that was really going to be, like, some thunder and lightning type stuff.
0: Or Hurricane and Hurricane. You
1: know, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Killed it. Like better. <laughs> Killed it, but yeah, for sure, man. So, So you know,
0: as you say, it's the Jaguars division to lose.
1: I mean, I feel like they're the front runner, but that doesn't mean the Texans can't steal it from them. I Mm -hmm. think the Texans will be right on their heels for sure. They just have to, you know, the leadership from Bill O'Brien never feels like a threat. Right, like it always feels like Bill O'Brien's got to get this together. You know what I mean? He was supposed to be the quarterback whisperer, like that type shit. Like it's never really like Bill O'Brien's coming in here to bust some ass. You know what, what I mean?
0: That about Bill O'Brien for a decade and some change
1: now. And I feel like that's what the problem is. You know what I mean? I honestly feel like they need some new life into it. They had a staunch defense for the for the longest time. They had a starch defense. You got a top three receiver in the league. I know everybody talks about Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham, but oh, no, the gotta, hands... you gotta respect Man, me, D-Hop's it? hands are like the best hands in the league. The man didn't drop a pass all last season. Oh, no, he dropped so... Uh, he dropped which one?
0: In the playoffs. Because I didn't... What, what we talking? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But in the regular season, my man was just catching everything. You know what I'm saying? So... I put it like this. Like, if it's, if you're looking at them on paper, yeah, they should probably edge them out. Cause they got Watt, they got Clowney, they got a nice wait, defense. Wait,
0: let's I, stop right there. They might not have Clowney after uh, next week.
1: Well, I mean, you know. A
0: bunch of trade rumors. Like, I think well, Miami today to be exact. Like.
1: Clowney's funny, man. Clowney's one of those people where I think he can play. Yeah. I feel like he was overhyped coming out of college. Because of that one hit? But I feel like I feel like that happened, you know what I mean. But then I feel like they underrated him right after that. Like I feel like everybody harped on the fact that it was one hit. You know, he didn't really want to play in that that. Uh, Subsequent season And then they were just like Well he's really not that good And what he is Is he's in between You know what I mean He's a consistent player But I don't know If he's worth the contract That he's asking And if he's asking For anything over A hundred million I'm like yeah I don't know if I could Get that to him So I respect the trade No 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 Ask get your money I'm just not paying you that Right But I'm also the person That wouldn't pay Khalil Mack a hundred and forty Something million either
0: Cause that's so much money tied mm-hmm.
1: up in one person. Well, not only that, man. I, I look at it like this: they always say that you need a pass rusher and a quarterback, right? But they're pretty much making what and what in the in, if you're an elite talent, right? Like if you're an elite quarterback, you're asking for like a buck fifty, and if you're an elite pass rusher, you're asking for like one forty. Well, if I got both on the same team, that's like damn, near hundred million tied up in contracts. Right. It's not gonna work, you know.
0: You have a bunch of scrubs around you to fill out the roster, and that's
1: not. Yeah, so happen. you, so you gotta. Yeah, you got to figure that thing out. Like, so it's perfect for the Bears to pay Khalil Mack 140-something because they just drafted Trubisky. So you're hoping that you can get everything out of Trubisky before his contract comes up. But if you already paid Derek Carr, there's no way in hell you can pay Khalil Mack. Right. Because then what are you going to have after that, you know? And so my thing is, when the Raiders and John Gruden gave up Khalil Mack, I respected that it was a horrible move, like, theoretically, but if you're looking at it from John Gruden's standpoint, it's like, yo, you want me to give you a buck 40 and the defense is still trash? Like, you ain't trash, but the defense is still trash. Can't do it.
0: Yeah, you can only do so much, bro. Like, you got
1: to go. Yeah, can't do it. Got to let you go. Casualty of war. You know? And move on. So, it's a tough predicament to be in when you have a nice quarterback and a nice defender. You know what I mean? Pass rusher. Pass rusher. Not defender, just pass rusher. So, I mean... You you want to get rid of Clowney anyway because if you tie up that money, the minute it's time to pay Deshaun and I say pay Deshaun, you know what I mean, it's gonna just kill the team. So I you
0: pay your franchise QB because he made the
1: relevant. Yep. Well yep. So it's almost like you gotta rent these pass rushers, bro. You gotta use them until, you know, you know, you can't anymore and then you gotta trade trade them if you have a quarterback. Now if you don't have a good quarterback, keep that pass rusher without a doubt. <laughs>
0: Right. You can always draft somebody down the line.
1: Right. And you just work on it. Like, you just become more of a defensive team, you know?
0: I.e., a Baltimore Ravens in 2000.
1: Mm-hmm. Or even, like, the Jags when they have, Blake Bortles. Like, you know, okay, Blake is trash, so we just going to have mad boys on defense trying to kill it right. in a running game. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I
0: feel bad. I feel bad for the Colts, though, in a way. They had high hopes.
1: I mean, it's tough, man. It's a tough situation to be in. I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of feel like, um, you know, that's who you invest in, and that's what it is, you know? You took a gamble on Andrew Love, You thought he was going to be the future. It didn't work out, you know, back to the drawing board. Have Kobe, like, people have a Jacoby, you know? Right. Like, some people just start here with, like, anything in the next year. Or, you know, a mad castle. Like, the same people that you always hear that you know ain't going to get you nowhere. So at least my thing with Jacoby Brissett is this. He had a little stint with the Patriots. He was a serviceable serviceable backup. He was in the program for a year. He should know the playbook. Maybe he can go out here and play with house money and get himself a decent contract.
0: That's what I'm hoping for.
1: Be be Kirk Cousins level. You know what I mean? Like now nah, you ain't gotta be all world, but you know throw throw yourself throw yourself in that four thousand yard range, man, and see what you can get out of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh speaking of investing,
1: the
0: mm-hmm. Raiders invested in 84 and 84 is still out here wilding.
1: You think he's wilding?
0: Well, I thought he was wild until I actually thought about his situation. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like a piano player mm-hmm. wanting a certain piano. Like this is, what
1: <laughs> this is what
0: used to. This is what they wrote their first mm-hmm. music to. So I get it, but then again, mm-hmm. you got to also look at the NFL. Like, hey, dog, we saw what happened with Junior Seau. Mm-hmm. We ain't trying to have you go down that same road. Right, but still, AB still out here wilding. Did you see what he said about Ben?
1: <laughs> I did, I did.
0: I think Ben did that to cover his ass. That's how well, I, that's how I felt when I saw that quote.
1: All right, well, I don't know how genuine it was. How how can I break this down? Right. To me, I'm gonna use the old adage: "Where there's smoke, there's fire." Right. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. And I got the triple B's, and two thirds of the B's leaves. Then I'm looking at the other B like you got a lot to do with this. There's a lot of culpability in this situation, right? Right. Because if you're the franchise quarterback with two Super Bowl rings and three Super Bowl appearances, you can campaign for Le'Veon Bell to be there, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? You You let
0: you let, let production piece to be there, but you
1: don't. Yeah. You pay for him. If there's a situation with Antonio Brown, bro, it's not a standoff, man. You're the quarterback. Inherently, you're going to be looked at as the leader of the team. So it's okay to pacify that situation and make it as good as possible. You go to that man and you make it right. You know what I mean? And when you don't, how do you think these people are going to look at you? You know what I'm saying? They don't have to throw you under the bus. Leaving alone is throwing you under the bus. You see, when a man wants to go play for the Jets and another dude wants to go play for the Raiders, and they, and they left the Steelers organization, you already know what time it is. You see,
0: when that whole so, thing broke out, they didn't look. Nobody looked at Ben like he was the problem. Like he was the culprit.
1: Everybody, man, he's definitely there.
0: Everybody's like, oh. Now you see what Pittsburgh was talking about with all this uh off the field shenanigans, they never pointed the blame at Ben. Right. Or so try to defend Ben. Right. Give him a out. Like, oh, look at the 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 loudmouth guys. They're the
1: problem. Always. Always. I mean, that's the age-old situation when it comes to these quarterbacks, man. They they find a way to to make sure that these guys don't look that bad until they can't help it anymore. And at the end of the day, I just feel like when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger, man, there's a certain a certain amount of ego that comes into him that's not in a lot of the other quarterbacks that are successful. You know, you look at a lot of other quarterbacks and they really try to rally the troops. You know, I remember Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. I know that's not your favorite guy, but mm-hmm. you know, when he had Randall Cobb and he had Jordy Nelson, he was he was there for those guys. Like he he really, you could see it during the game. Like it was constant communication. It was constant bigging them up. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether you thought they were dope or not.
0: That's because he understood. Without them, there's no me. I don't think Ben is like that. Exactly. Ben is like the whole
1: exactly. Out here. I'm a exactly. Man. And we exactly.
0: Gonna, we're gonna really see how that plays out this season. I'm gonna really watch them close. We are. We are. If he falters at all, I'm gonna. see mm-hmm. who's gonna blame. Are they gonna blame Juju for being not being able to fill A B shoes?
1: It's gotta go somewhere, and and that's the first spot it's gonna go to.
0: Are they gonna blame James Conner for not being Le'Veon Bell? Like, who's the blame gonna go to? Is that? Are they gonna blame Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. and say it's time for him to go?
1: Mm, I think they know better than that. You never know. I think they I think they know how highly coveted Mike Mike Tomlin is in the NFL. And if they were to let him go, he's getting scooped up without a doubt in a second. You know what I mean? And that leaves Pittsburgh where? You know, someplace that I've never seen in my lifetime because they've always had it's just been Bill Cowher and Mike and Mike Tomlin for me. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's kinda like I don't know if they're going to play that kind of game. And they know Ben's, like, close to being on his way out. You know, he's definitely one serious injury from being like, all right, am I going to hang this up? But, um, yeah, we'll see. But when it comes to Antonio Brown, man, I feel like it's a couple things you got to pay attention to. One, you got to pay attention to how much the media is talking about this and how much A.B. is talking about this. And, you know, A.B. is a man of few words when it comes to just, like, talking he may tweet out a sentence or two and it blows up and becomes like the topic of conversation for two or three days so sometimes I feel like he's just saying something little to keep his name out there
0: gotta keep his business booming
1: exactly I mean that's the whole name of the game and it's smart to me and then the second thing is his agent is Drew Rosenhaus and if you know about Drew Rosenhaus he's been in this in this game for a long time and he understands what you got to do and you know T.O. when he was doing those curls and sit-ups in the driveway his agent was Drew Rosenhaus and that's the kind of thing that I think Drew Rosenhaus knows how to do and navigate with his players is like look if you're trying to preserve yourself, if you're trying not to play in the preseason, you're going to have to create a narrative. You're going to have to create a storyline. And I just think A.B. got hella creative and it it took it took flight and it's got wings of its own. I mean, it's creative, you know, not-
0: but then again, it's also some validity to
1: it. Well, there's validity to it because, you know, as your boy Marcellus Wiley has said,
0: Oh, the oh, NFL man, stop right there
1: stop my boy, <laughs> <laughs> <not> my boy. <laughs> I, I still, I, like, I I still listen listen, listen color, colorism aside I still rock with Marcellus but basically what he said is he the NFL um, hung themselves by saying you know we're gonna give you an extension on this helmet because if you're saying that this helmet isn't the most safe way of doing things but you're gonna give me a grace period then why not just let me play with it and take that particular risk right. and I I can get behind that logic. And so, I mean, you know, I don't necessarily think he should have won the grievance, but I do think he has validity in that point.
0: He does, but if A.B. got concussed, everybody would have been looking at the league like, yo, here we go again. Y'all not caring about player safety.
1: Well, it depends on how he got concussed. If it's an illegal hit, that helmet ain't going to help you no way.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, I feel like A.B. feels like I play on the outside. I know what to do to protect my head. So anything outside of something illegal, I think I'm good. You know what I mean? But if the NFL cared about concussions, then they would just straight outlaw certain things. There would be no grace period. All right. The rules behind it is crazy anyway. It's like, if it wasn't made within the last 10 years, you know, by this manufacturer, you can't use it. Like, we're talking 10-year-old helmets now. Like, it's such a convoluted issue that I don't blame him for at least fighting it, considering I just think he doesn't want to play in the preseason.
0: That You know, the whole helmet thing is the reason these throwbacks aren't being worn like they used to either, which I found out today. What's that? You know how the Niners might have a certain throwback y'all might want to wear? Right, right. And y'all can't wear them because the helmets, the new uh-huh. helmets that are built for this type of modern era, uh huh. those are the only helmets that can be used. And most teams, they have new helmets that don't uh, configure with the old uniforms.
1: I get what you're saying. Like, like it throws off the aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Like for the Falcons, for example, we used to have red helmets and red mm-hmm. But now we switch that to this black yeah. and black helmet, black jersey, but we can't go back to that red helmet because there's, I guess there's a reason they can't make that type of helmet with these new helmets. Yeah. it's a real um, weird ruling. I just found that out today. I just thought I'd throw that in there since we're talking about helmets. <laughs>
1: Well, I think they should go ahead and paint them joints. I mean, they always got the ability to paint them, but I get what you're saying. It's just going to throw off the whole look of it being a throwback. Like, it's like I got this old jersey on with this new high tech helmet that they never wore. But I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to adjust. You know, because that makes me think about Pittsburgh with those ugly-ass bumblebee uniforms that they be rocking. As
0: long as them and the Packers don't wear them ugly-ass uniforms they wear, I'm cool.
1: Ah, man. Them joys ain't got no green. (laughs)
0: Like
1: blue and yellow? You like Michigan State out there. Yeah. Yeah. You like the Blue Bay Packers, man? Nah, that ain't working. The
0: Blue Bay Packers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Nah. It's, I, I understand, but man, at the end of the day, man, I just kind of feel like alright, man, AB is AB, he's working it, we got a week of this and we're gonna really see how things are shaking, you know from AB to Dak to Zeke, I mean at least Dak said he's playing, but you know, we're gonna see if Zeke really holds out, we're gonna see if AB is really ready to go week one if he's killing, and that's gonna be what it is.
0: Listen, I'm just tired of this preseason shit, I'm ready for the season to start
1: You know what's so funny, man my preseason has been so fire, but you can't gloat about having a fire preseason. Yeah, because so be I just special. gotta chill. <laughs> it, it, but it does though. Like so, like say for instance, it means it means something from a couple of perspectives. Okay, breaking it down. And this year, this year we haven't had. Like a stud running back. But in the previous years, we've had like Saquon, we've had Zeke, we've had Gurley. Mm-hmm. And you want to see if your running back can really just come out there and dominate early. And I remember when Saquon Barkley played last preseason and he came out, had like a 40 yard run, and they got that man up out of there. You want to see certain things. So, like, if you got a blue chip skill, skill position guy, you're going to want to see them play. And that's usually going to be a running back. You can see a little bit out of the tight end, but they got to worry about blocking schemes and wide receivers kind of got to get used to the plays and how they're running it, building continuity with the quarterback. So that's what you're looking for. The other thing is, if you do have a quarterback that you're trying to, like if you got a quarterback controversy, it's perfect. Like preseason is perfect to see if somebody's getting busy or not. And then the last thing is just how does your defense play? Because that's the one one side of the ball that can't let up, right? Like, yeah, we're not scheming, we're not blitzing, but we're trying to play solid defense. And that's where my 49ers come in. And I'm looking at him like, yo, we're having a banging preseason. Like we've only allowed two touchdowns. One was Pat Mahomes. You know, that was a miscommunication with the linebackers and him throwing a pass. After that, no more touchdowns got in. And we we went win, we're winning games. And we're just holding people below twenty. Holding people below twenty. <clears throat> it's hard to do in the preseason.
0: That's understandable. But also the preseason, most of those games are filled with third and fourth stringers.
1: So that shows your depth, right? So, like, if my that, that's the beautiful part about looking at my defense, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's one thing for my first string to hold people, but now when I bring in these backups and these back backups are holding people underneath 20, now I know we got a rotation we can put in there. I know if somebody goes down, we got another boy we can bring in, and that's what I would even whack ass both playing and D4 ain't played.
0: But I ain't played yet.
1: Nah, they ain't even playing in the preseason. We smoking cats with no D-4, no Bosa, and Buckner's not really playing like that. I think I've seen him in a little bit, and then he goes out.
0: Well, the way you feel about your defense is the way I feel about this offense. <laughs> I mean, I know we haven't putting up a bunch of scores, but just the play calling, man. Yeah. It's looking way better than it has in the past two seasons.
1: Well, that's all it is, man, because you got skill position, man. Like, you know, of course, Julio, that goes without saying. Calvin Ridley, like man, he's on the come up, bro. Like, I really feel like Calvin Ridley's gonna be one of those dudes that all of a sudden this season everybody's gonna be Calvin Ridley and me to death. Like, you know, it's cool if you do it, because that's your squad. But like I'm gonna see Stephen A and the boy Calvin Ridley. I'm gonna see Chris Carter and Calvin Ridley, blah blah blah. Like nobody's talking about him like that, but I feel like it's coming
0: I take that back. Chris Carter has been speaking about Calvin Ridley, how he's gonna be a All
1: right good. The CC is cool. He's good in my book, but for real, Calvin is gonna step up and And that's just going to open things up for Sanu You know what I mean Those are all hands Like Matt Ryan has hands galore around
0: The only thing that's shaky for me Sorry to cut you off But the only thing that's shaky for me Is the offensive line That's the shakiest part to me
1: I mean you know what you got to do When you got a shaky offensive line man You got to throw the damn ball That's all to it.
0: That's true. (laughs) That's
1: all to it. Cause what else you gonna do? If you got a shaky offensive line, get the ball the hell up out of there, man.
0: I'm thinking (laughs) of the running game. I'm not worried about the pass game. It's the running game we gotta establish.
1: Well, you can you can make the short pass game part of the running game, and Devontae Freeman is perfect at that, man. You know? And then I feel like if you got a if you got a trash offensive lineman, there is a position that can help you with that. That pretty much almost went extinct, except for us, and I think maybe the Ravens have one. Get a damn fullback. We got a full. Get his ass out there. and Run some formations where he can just chill, spy and chill. Hit that linebacker that's coming up in there, man. Trust me. Mm-hmm.
0: We got a line, We got a fullback, boy. He might be out the door. We got this tight. I feel like that's nice.
1: I feel like. <laughs> A lot of these coaches play too much damn Madden and forgot like, you know, what the real John Madden taught us coming up, you know. I learned the football, the game of football from John Madden, just watching. You know what I mean? Right. I knew the difference between a reverse and the in the round. I learned a crack block, a chop block, you know what I mean? I know I learned all that from John Madden in the, the game. Right. The game doesn't teach you all of that. You know what I mean? It may help you with some play calling, some formations and stuff. But just understanding the nuance of a game and the feel of the game, that just comes from watching the game and looking at people's tendencies and what they're doing. And it's really easy to see if you're looking at just that. But you got to have somebody dedicated to looking at that. That's what I – when we get to this Hurricanes-Florida Gators game, Mm -hmm. um, that's where I was seeing. I was seeing things.
0: Okay. Matter of fact – I ain't got nothing else to talk about with the uh, with the pros, so we can just head on to this uh, Florida Miami. <laughs> I got a lot to fucking say about.
1: Kane's gang. All right. King's well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go ahead and, uh, and set it off, man, and we are just gonna add everything we thought the whole night. Well,
0: let's start off with the before the game. How they were disrespecting the fuck out of us with this. Uh, what we? Were, what seven point underdogs?
1: Yeah, seven and a half, and and they thought it was gonna be a route. They thought it was gonna be worse than that. That's just Vegas, right. you know. When Vegas is putting that, you know, the streets, then we are gonna get smoked. Period.
0: Yeah, the media was just putting it on like, yeah, Florida's gonna bust their ass, and the you ain't been shit in years. Mm-hmm. They got freshmens all over the team. Like it's not gonna be shit. It's about to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, it's
0: way more powerful than the ACC. Even though I
1: That's what they thought.
0: I feel differently about that, but we'll talk about this. I'll see you another day. Uh huh. So, we get to game night. I'm amped. I pulled out my jersey from 2012. That's like five sizes <laughs> too big. But I didn't give it shit. It was game night, real- god damn it.
1: That's right. Go. Damn right.
0: So, 7 o'clock comes. Mm-hmm. Kickoff. Yep. We didn't look so hot out the gate.
1: Nah, our freshman looked a little. Uh, our freshman QB looked a little, a little gun shy, and it looked like the lights were a little too bright in the beginning for him.
0: But that defense, though.
1: Mm-hmm. It was well, it, well the first the first drive. It was a little shaky. Yeah, you know, was, it was it was it was a little shaky. Line. It was a little shaky, and Manny had to come up on that sideline and holler at him. Yeah, he was going off. Like, <laughs> goddamn, Manny, calm down. Like nah, man, to get in, get it, get it. Come on, get it right. <laughs> and they got right, real fast. Yeah, without a doubt,
0: real fast. They Florida broke off that what was that a sixty yarder,
1: and that was mm-hmm.
0: it for the first
1: half. Yep, that was it. And then you know that turnover chain came out.
0: Oh, that turnover chain came out <laughs> real. Fast.
1: And when it came out, boy, they ain't they ain't know what to expect. They saw that 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 you that big three oh five up there. That drum was hard
0: Bro, when I saw that shit I'm like, this shit is pure ignorant
1: Yeah, yeah
0: like, I thought the first iteration was ignorant But that shit is
1: Yeah ignorance. Yo, Nasty You know what I mean? But we had to step it up We had to step it up, man Because you know people were copying us, man Oh, you mean like,
0: the, the, the turnover backpack?
1: Yeah, we had that bullshit We had that Oregon chain With the big O up there Get that shit up out of here
0: Get that fucking backpack out of here <laughs>
1: Trash. The what happened to that
0: you know. shit. Like they was gonna actually do something you know, because they don't have the backpack anymore. No, your niggas are still garbage. Exactly. Still
1: exactly. Trash. Exactly. So getting back to the game, like uh it was it was really it was really crazy. I mean, of course you and I we were live, you know, with each other, like going back and forth, sending an emojis, all kinds of shit, just wilding, you know what I mean, right up in the text thread. Um But it was fun just having another Hurricane, like, watching the game that you could really get ant with that was like, they cared. Yeah, and they fucking cared. Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is my first experience ever being around another Kane fan outside of the city of Miami. (laughs)
1: It's real, man. It's real. You know
0: who stood out to me on offense besides Jaron Williams? DJ Dallas. He stood out a lot.
1: Yeah, man, Dallas can play, man. He, he can is, play.
0: He is a beast.
1: He is a tough guy, but they're gonna have to find a way to uh, take pressure off of him because they're gonna start game planning for him, and they, and they're gonna want to get beat in the air. Our o line um, was a little suspect, man. No, but what no, I noticed, a is, little?
0: No, that's a that's underselling it.
1: Just well, you you're it it you're, you're right, but then. He was holding that damn ball too long, man. Like he was gunside <laughs> because he kept getting hit. So I mean Hey man, w- listen, all right, I know I fucked up if I'm if I'm on the O line. But when I do a good job, don't hold the ball and then fall it. down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just compounding the situation, man. So when I
0: left the I just, tackles can't. got abused all night.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I I noticed that Florida had weak corners you know what i mean and and our speed was there man it's like you know if you know the hurricanes man we're we're fast yeah, like regardless it. Yeah, so at the end of the day, even if somebody couldn't catch, you could draw that penalty. And I just felt like we needed to take a shot, man. Like, okay, you know, depending upon the situation down the distance, I respect a, a respectable play call. But before you get out of that drive, you got to take a shot downfield. And I felt like towards the end of the game when that thing became topsy-turvy, every time we took a shot, that's when we were getting a P.I. calls.
0: Now, how do you feel about Enos' offense? This play
1: call. It's hard to tell because I mean I just felt like I just felt like Williams was just like it was early. I'm not gonna hold it. I'm not gonna hold hold this against him at all. Mm -hmm. I mean you are playing Florida. You're playing a respectable team, a respectable defense. So like I get it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's hard to judge the play calling because I don't know how fast that ball is supposed to get out of there because that dude held that ball too damn long. He
0: held that ball like it was his girlfriend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, bruh, I don't know when you were supposed to throw it, but you should have been throwing it by now.
0: And a couple of times he could have taken off and got a couple of yards.
1: Right. <clears throat> right.
0: Situation better. Especially
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Consider he's as athletic as he is. Like, Take off a couple of times. Get out of bounds.
1: Well, that's what let me know that he he he's a strictly game plan style quarterback as of right now. He doesn't understand how to improvise and how to and how to make things work for him. Cause one, he didn't know how to throw the ball away, which is critical. When, when and, I
0: tell you that was pissing me off to be honest.
1: Yeah. Just uh, like
0: You're taking unnecessary sacks, my man.
1: Exactly. I know them shits don't feel good. Like, why are you taking this sack? You're out of the pocket. Launch that hole you know what I mean like throw that day. thing yeah man launch it or take off just run like run full speed I could see if you got caught I'd be like damn you slow but at the end of the day he just held that ball so it's nothing to really do
0: yeah man
1: was- I'm not gonna call I'm not gonna say we got cheated but I will I will bring up picking up that flag at the end of that play was a little funny oh, to me. That,
0: that was a patriot move
1: Yeah, I definitely felt like that was like, oh, hell no, this shit is going to turn the rankings upside down. We can't let this call happen. They're going to have to win for real. Like, somebody's going to have to catch the ball. But
0: even before (laughs) that, they missed a call that led to Florida scoring.
1: Well, they were missing calls all night. And even the commentators said that, you know, they were like, for the most part, these calls have been going in Florida's favor. And they really had, you know from, like, the block in the back that you had brought up that time. I didn't catch it live, but then I caught it when I um, when I went back. Mm-hmm. Yep, caught it on the replay. Um, the
0: fall start they didn't call?
1: <laughs> yep, the fall start. It was a lot of just a lot of subtle things like, damn, man, y'all not looking? Like, <laughs> what's up? Like, so, I don't know. It, it kind of felt a little funny, but at the end of the day, we were at home, so it's not really going to look like, you know. <laughs> we
0: weren't even at home. That's a more like a neutral ground.
1: Yeah, you're right. It was neutral. It's supposed to be at home for us, but yeah.
0: Nah, they scared to come to Hard Rock. That's why they wanted in Orlando.
1: Yeah, they say Hard Rock's like 30 miles away from the school too.
0: Oh yeah, I've been down there. That shit ain't nowhere near the school. <laughs> the schools in Coral Gables. That shit is in a whole other area.
1: Yeah. That
0: shit is in Miami Gardens. That shit is a half an
1: hour. Yeah, they. <laughs> I,
0: yeah. I, I went on campus to get that jersey that I was talking about.
1: I was like, yeah, that's I'm, dope.
0: I'm like, where the hell is the stadium? They was like, that shit is 30 minutes away. I'm like, wow.
1: <laughs> so, oh well. I was like, I, I was
0: trying to see the stadium. What?
1: Like, not today.
0: <laughs> nah, not today. <laughs> ah, yeah, man. You gotta yeah. take a trip down to that campus. That campus is fucking dope.
1: I need to, man. I really need to. It's uh it's funny, man. You know how I became a Hurricanes fan? Break it down for me. I was a real I was I was young, man. I might have been like six years old mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was playing football at the um at the field with my homies mm-hmm. and um I was I was on the opposite team and my homeboy was saying that they were the Seminoles. You know what I mean? Oh. And, um, and, and that you know, they were like, yo, I'm Dion. You know what I'm saying? So it was like you had to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I didn't really know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, when they were the opposite team, they were like, you know, they run, they make a play, they doing a the little fake tomahawk chop. And I'm just like, damn, I ain't even on that team. Fuck them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then I was watching college football with my uncle, and it just happened to be a Hurricanes versus Florida State game. <laughs> like like no nah, no nah, this shit's old like fucking gino toretta might have been playing not nah, what gino no nah, because i was a fan fan when gino played like this might have been like this had to be like mike irvin there because i think my, yeah like honestly i think it was like 88 somewhere around there Now i was like six yeah and so anyway they were the other squad like I was just like word. Oh, I like, you don't know, know. chop niggas anyway. Yeah, like I was all right. I'm I'm the you. They got the sweet you on the helmet. I'm rolling with them. I didn't even know they were nasty. And it was just like from that point on, man, you know, and when I really could watch, that's when it was like, you know, it was uh Rohan Marley, it was um uh, Warren Sapp, it was Gino Toretta. It was just like mad, just mad legends, bro. Like just people I just watched, I just love the you. Like, I just been my squad.
0: Came a U fan to be honest. With you. I <clears> just been scrolling through TV one day, and they <laughs> been playing like the Florida or somebody. And I was like, Who is these dudes dancing around, celebrating every time they score. Like I like this. I
1: like yeah, bro. yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. This
0: is the mid '90s. They hadn't won in a few years. I'm like, uh.
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I'm like, whatever. I like it though, and I like the colors.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, just I like,
0: like- no <laughs> with this. The, the, yeah. Well, Butch Davis days.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, if Butch Davis. Man, it was so many different iterations of the U, man. But yeah, I think that was around the Butch Davis time.
0: Yeah.
1: Because <clears throat> then right. we had.
0: And then Ray Lewis came ha- to the Ravens. I found out he was a Hurricane. I was like, oh. Mhm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then Reed came and they just started flowing in, saying,
1: to see, you don't, of them. Yeah, man, Andre Johnson. It's just everybody. Sean Taylor, just everybody, man. Like, you know, we had the running backs. Like, it was first it was Clinton Portis. Like, Frank Gore was hurt, so Clinton Portis got the run. And yeah, then Frank yeah. Gore got hurt wow, again. Man. Yep, Frank Gore got hurt again, so then Willis McGee, he got the go. And then Frank got one one little go, you know what I'm saying? But Frank was supposed to always be the man. And then it's just like it's crazy how Frank outlasted everybody in the pros. Yeah, you know had, what I mean?
0: It me to see Frank Gore in the Bills uniform. I mean, shoot, fans, But it hurts me.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, because I'm a 49ers fan and Frank, you know, started there and he played for us for so long, he's going to retire there and he's going to go in the Hall of Fame and everything. I ain't got nothing but love for Frank. Like, I just look at Frank, like Frank is like one of my ultimate players because he played for my favorite college team and he played for my favorite, you know, pro team. So I just look at Frank in a totally different light like, man, just keep getting it. I don't care if you just get 50 extra yards to tack on that all-time list cuz I feel like he just he played for us when we were so phony. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the longest yeah, time I and then
0: crazy back then.
1: Yeah, it was just like, we we were just going through all kinds of coaches, man. Mike Nolan, just everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then finally we got Harbaugh. He at least got to go to a Super Bowl. He at least experienced some good success for those seasons. But it's like, man, you know, when all these other running backs are out there, like a Sean Alexander or like, you know what I mean? I mean, you got to give Beast Mode and people like that props and Adrian Peterson props, but it's like he's in that era, in that ilk. You know what I mean? I seen him run for 205 yards against the Seahawks, but it didn't matter because that was a season we were 2-14. and So it's like he has to get his due somewhere somehow. You know what I mean?
0: You know how much it it pained me to root against Jimmy Graham? He played for the Saints.
1: Yeah. I hate that man
0: because he played for the Saints. But that was my guy on the road, but I was so conflicted. Same
1: thing. You know know what's so funny about that game? Yeah. Yeah, well, it sucked for you because, yeah, you really rooting against some guys. But, you know, that that year Jimmy Graham was really good, and my 49ers had just came about. Mm -hmm. I had called my dad up, man, and I was telling him how, like, my 49ers were gonna beat the Saints. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, man, hell no, y'all ain't got nothing for it. And boy, when got daggone witness stuck Pierre Thomas and he folded and dropped that ball boy i called my dad hollering in the phone dog like i was just going off like i told y'all i told y'all y'all like i was going bro like he was just laughing man he was laughing so hard and that that whole game man i was just rooting to take jimmy's head off like there was no hurricane in there like i was just like dog we gotta win this joint
0: that's such a conflict man because this shit run deep
1: it does bro I mean it really does but it was just like man I wanted it so long cause we had been bummed like you know what I'm saying and this was our first like real rise like we were really coming this time right. and it was just like man I really wanted to see it but man I always had love for Jimmy, Jimmy I even had love
0: Jimmy said he was a falcon killer that hurt my soul <laughs> like, no, man,
1: go this, man. Yeah, it's a it's a whole different flow then. But you know, we always put out some great tight ends, man. Like, oh, you know, wow. we had Shockey, we had, you know, Kellen Winslow the second. Oh, We're about to have
0: in a minute.
1: Yeah, man. Jordan's gonna be the next I, one. Yeah, man. This is now na- I think shoot, you know, and Joku about to be nasty for the Browns on the low. Yeah. Like we got we we always keep we keep a tight end, that's why I was so mad that damn tight end Mallory couldn't catch, man. Yeah, was big ass, but man, it's big for nothing, bro. <sighs>
0: it's especially when we're in the red zone, he missed the cup,
1: yeah, bro. man. I'm like, don't get on. your bitch six five ass out here and catch the ball, bro. Like, he's killing me, Come but on. yeah.
0: And then at the end of the game, to get back to the game, we had so yeah. many opportunities to score, like, so many, yeah, PI after PI. Yeah. For sure we were going to upset
1: him. Well, you know what that goes to as well, man. That's also not having like some killer plays lined up that you know you're going to run when you're striking distance. When this ball's to the wall, what are we going to do? We got one play to get this out. You know what I mean? Get this win. What are we going to do? We don't have those plays yet. And if we do have those plays, the kids aren't comfortable with them yet.
0: That also ties into experience, too, because man, is a time yeah.
1: head coach. Enos he he really ain't been there like this. Yeah. <laughs> Mad freshman. You <laughs> much, man. Yeah.
0: You got a seasoned defense who's been killing you all night, so you're a little gun shy.
1: Bro, that turnover chain came out way more than I thought it would. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Like, it came out a lot. Like, we was out there smacking them hoes, man. Like, oh, oh, I, send- I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that game. Even though we lost, I really enjoyed that game.
0: I want to send a fuck you out to Florida's quarterback. He's trash, for real, for real
1: trash ass big for nothing bitch yeah. gonna talk in front yeah. of the camera
0: like, man I I do this like nah you don't
1: bro. Do you went out <laughs> pick. that's what you threw. through <laughs> a, a straight pick I wish we took that shit to the house it wouldn't have been nothing sweeter than him saying that bullshit and then we win the game off of that pick you know what I mean like we pick six of them and then we just hold you know what I mean
0: even the commentators couldn't understand it like that was a boneheaded ass throw
1: yeah yeah man for real, you
0: do this. and I'm not even saying that as a hurricane fan. Like he's a, tr- he's a fucking bum.
1: Oh yeah, I can't wait, bro. It's gonna be real when LSU plays him, when Bama plays him, anybody Georgia plays. him, oh. I'm pulling for them.
0: On Twitter, they was going hand like, oh y'all struggling with Miami, they not even ranked. Oh, we about to kill y'all. I'm like, yeah, kill them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah man But I think We gonna be nice though Even one of the commentators Said he said He thinks that The uh, the ACC championship game Is gonna be us and Clemson
0: Yeah so I, if, we, if Clemson are, Is our uh, Toughest Opponent this season We're good
1: Yeah well, You know Clemson Always give us hell Anyway
0: Clemson all, No not give us hell They kick our ass yeah. yeah. I'm gonna keep it a whole buck. They kick
1: Yeah, it's it's always it's it's a quick murder out there too, boy. Like we were like, yo, y'all playing Clemson? i am like shit. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: We playing, but I don't know how long I'm gonna watch that yeah,
1: game. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That thing be ugly. <laughs> like the, I don't know what the, the fuck Dabo yeah. did.
0: Was that seventeen but, or eighteen? We made that run, and then we got smoked by fucking Clemson in the championship game.
1: hmm Yeah, I think that I wanna say that was 18. I could be wrong, man. I want to say it was 18, but yeah, I remember. It
0: was last season, because we was ranked number yeah. two, and then we fell yeah. off a little bit. Yeah. Man, I
1: thought for sure. Whatever, whatever it is, I know we smacked the hell out of Notre Dame, and we were like, yes, yeah. we about to get it.
0: Oh, you, Man, man, you should have heard me <laughs> that game. I was screaming so goddamn loud?
1: Bro, I bet lunch at work with one of my coworkers. That's my man. We always debating about sports or just, you know, talking about sports. And he was like, nah, man, Notre Dame. Hey, I'm like, you crazy. Boy, I was talking mad shit.
0: Man, <laughs> I want that black jersey so bad.
1: Oh, yeah, it's fire. I got to send you this link. I don't know if you saw it, but on YouTube, um, this dude, I don't even know his name. But I think it's like big game or something like that. It's like the little channel. They went to our um they went to our facilities and everything and talked to the equipment manager before the game. I did see the thumbnail
0: for that. I didn't watch
1: it. Yeah. Bro, they show all the helmets we ever had. They were showing how Adidas like when we signed the Adidas deal, cause you know, I'm a Nike boy. But <clears throat> when we signed the Adidas deal, I didn't know because I was I was hurt. I didn't know that we were the flagship school for Adidas. Oh really? Yeah, I learned that in this video. And so they make specially made cleats and uniforms specifically for us because when they signed that contract, mm-hmm. they signed it as making us the flagship school. Damn. Yeah, it was fire, man. And they showed the indoor practice facility that we got. Mm-hmm. Man, that thing is massive. Like, yo, it's a fire video. I got to send it to you. <laughs> okay. Or if you see the you jerseys. saw the thumbnail. <laughs> what,
0: what jerseys do you like better, the Nike or the Adidas?
1: I mean, I'm a Nike guy, so it don't matter. As soon as I see the swoosh, man, we I'm I know we're doing about
0: design, like design wise.
1: I know I can't, I can't see past the swoosh, bro. I can't. I don't know why. Like the Adidas, I, I can tell what Adidas is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like I see it, you know. what I mean, I see the colors. I see, I see how they play with everything, you know, man. But it's checks over stripes for me, man. I feel like
0: you. Oh, those those gray joints we had, the all white
1: joints. Yeah, that's what he talked about. That he talked about the whole thing that the specially made cleats and everything we had for the icy whites. That ain't my favorite joint. I mean, my favorite is the black, but yeah, my favorite you know, is
0: black
1: too. Yeah, that black was fire, bro. That, but
0: that dirt green that we had.
1: I mean, you know, I, that's my favorite. You Jersey is the green. I love, I love the fact you know we orange and green, but I like when we rock the green. That
0: green but look, <laughs> it look cleaner.
1: Yeah. It's not so yeah, flashy. we. I mean, I mean, we had a whole bunch of nasty stuff. I think the biggest thing about it was just seeing those helmet combinations. Like, when you see it, he got a whole bunch of helmets out there that that we had over the seasons. And I was just like, damn. You know, that is adding to our sweetness. Like, Adidas didn't do us wrong. Like, we looked fly out there. Like, he was showing some of those cleats. Those cleats were nasty.
0: Man, but I went on Adidas' website looking for a jersey. Them shit's not even up there.
1: Nope. I don't know what's going on, but same thing happened to me. I was all over everywhere, like Fanatics and Amazon. I'm like, that's all y'all got? Something ain't Right.
0: I'm like, hold on. (laughs) I'm trying to find a jersey jersey. Not to go screen print, joints. I'm trying to find the stitch ones.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's the one I got when I went down to Miami. Yeah. That shit cost me like $150. Hey,
1: it's worth it, though. Yeah? It's worth it.
0: That was those Ja'Cory Harris days. I thought he was going to be the one.
1: Well, Jacory was tall and would throw that bomb and you'd be like, yes, Jacory!" and Then come back, throw a pick. Well, like, not,
0: God no, damn not a pick. Throw nine picks. <laughs> not a pick. <laughs> throw us right out the game like that, Yeah, bro.
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Just
0: wasting just wasting boys talent.
1: Yeah, man. That's bad coaching though. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of the things that happen. Like, like with us, like that's the one thing I can say about Mark Rick. Even though they kind of like played him like he was this coach that couldn't win it all when he was at Georgia and then we got him, they like, well, he might bring the program back, but he can't win the big one. I'm like, man, look, shit, get me to the big one to lose and I'll be happy. You know, so with all this like you we got to
0: through the last 15?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like build us up, man. We
0: came back <laughs> the you know, death penalty, bro. Right.
1: Exactly. The fake death penalty that we put on ourselves. <laughs>
0: you know how much that shit hurt me when we did well and could have made a bowl game, but good and go? That shit
1: yep. hurt. Yep, Randy Shannon had to set up there and have some accountability. We out here rocking with Nevin Shapiro like it was it was crazy, man. like I was just glad we didn't get the real death penalty.
0: I remember the whole sports Illustrated article on trying to get us the fuck out of here.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm-, we played it right though did. we like no, 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 we're disappointed in ourselves. Let us penalize ourselves. <laughs> hey like work
0: as much as <laughs> as much as they they don't like to the you, they like to the you
1: what well, they game. need. They need the you. They need the you. Because you need a villain and it's too and it's too much of a storied history. You know?
0: Like, if we ever played Alabama in the national championship game and won?
1: Yeah. I would be the nastiest shit ever. We'd be, listen, it'd be real. But you know, at the end of the day, man, you're talking two different things, man. You know, you're talking money. Penn State had a whole pedophile scandal. Like, Give me that money scandal over there any day of the week.
0: Right. All, all
1: we some,
0: some cocaine on a couple of yachts.
1: Yeah, man. And that's Miami. If right. you ain't got cocaine in yachts, you ain't even in Miami. Right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not to participate in it. I'm just saying, it if it's been? not there. I been I mean, there she, a couple it, times. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying participate in it. I'm just saying it's got to be there.
0: Right.
1: There's no way. way.
0: They made a whole movie off of it, so yeah. Hell yeah! It's Miami. Along with that 3 yeah. chain, I want that shit, but that shit's way too
1: big. Yeah,
0: man. I don't think my neck is strong enough to hold that shit.
1: <laughs> man, if we got a, if they got a nice replica out there, man, I wouldn't mind copying. Oh, but that's all. So, wear that shit. Go so to you know? a game. I gotta go to a game with that. Like I can't, I can't just have it and be in the house.
0: Right, right. You look to be
1: looking it, at now. me crazy. Like I got, yeah, yeah I got to be out there with, like, in full effect.
0: Okay, be looking like, uh, Dad? What's this? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, now nah, he's going to take it, and he's going to run around the house with it. Uh, he can't have that. Nope. Bruh, bruh. He was mimicking me the whole time. Like, when Dallas had that run, bro, That's and I was like, head. let's go. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And I was like, let's go. My son was like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. It was hilarious, bro. Train him bro. early. Put him in a U-day Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. He had, like, uh my cousin, she bought him au a onesie and he had that on when he was, like, an infant, bro. Oh, like, man. and she's a Florida State fan. I
0: oh, know that hurt her soul.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah,
0: it's funny. <laughs> yep.
1: yeah it's funny. That's love right there. It is. It <laughs> is. Yep. So, that was <sighs> interesting, bro.
0: We don't play for another, what, week? We don't play this week coming. We play next week. And I think we play North
1: right. Carolina. Right. Right. We don't play until the 7th. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we put North Carolina. I'll predict W on that one.
1: Yeah, we got to take them out. Like we Well-rested, too. Right. Yeah.
0: We know it's not a big game. It's not national TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be more settled.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But Florida, we coming for your ass. Just, just give us some time.
1: I'm rooting for them against them all season. I mean, I never liked the Gators, but I'm definitely like as soon as they play anybody. I'm going for anybody else.
0: Right. <laughs> same for Florida State. <laughs> Fuck them, too.
1: Man, you know, it's, they got to die every year. <laughs> Ohio State, they can suck one. Lord, they got to die every year. Hell yeah, bro. We everybody, bro. We hate all the same teams. <laughs> people. be like, why you hate Ohio State? They cheated us you out of the national championship. six, and <laughs> Damn, right. Damn right. Damn right. Get them Buckeyes the hell up out of here. No, no, don't. And LeBron's my guy.
0: Bum eyes. Bum eyes. Not Buckeyes. <laughs> by my eyes
1: oh <laughs> I don't get them I ain't even got, like, you ain't go there get that shit out of here
0: I don't get them respect <laughs> fuck them
1: Nope. no nope. yep so
0: yeah I predict W next week if, if we come back and we don't get this W just know it's gonna be a lot of obscenity said on this on this here show
1: yeah so if yeah for sure this
0: show with your kids that, that's not the episode to, to listen to Skip
1: right on, yeah. on that one. Even when we even when we talked about the hurricanes, I feel like that's that's when we started cussing. I feel like everything else we were just talking regular. To, Miami, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, bro. It got real. Gotta go, gotta go Main Street. It got real. They're like, yo, listen to the grid got guy, uh, guys podcast. They're clean, they're cool, you know. You can the hurricanes, yeah. Fuck Florida. Like, oh shit, hold on. Like, wait a
0: minute. <laughs> that? Hold on. Uh, yeah bro cut this down a little bit I'm at school
1: yeah so um uh,
0: what what else is on the docket
1: I think that's about it man I just want to mention uh You know, we got a Gridiron Guys podcast, uh, Fantasy Football League. Uh, It's going to be 10 teams. So I guess the best way to get through is social media. Just go to Instagram, the Gridiron Guys podcast, and comment if you want to uh, join the league. And, you know, we can go DM back and forth after that, get the email addresses, and set it up. It'll be 10 Teams PPR. And once we have all the teams in there, we can set up a draft. And it's no big deal because we can draft like the first week of September up to that Thursday. If you want to be legit for the the opener and then we can uh, we can talk about that. So hopefully we'll have our draft before the next podcast. If we can get everybody in there, maybe draft on that Sunday or that Monday.
0: Come join us.
1: Definitely. So we'll definitely have like a little fantasy roundup and we could talk a little bit of trash. That'll be fun. You know. Talk about fantasy and break that down sometimes. I know
0: us a little bit outside these mics.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. So other than that, that's all I got, bro. All right, man. Well, go Canes. For sure. Hell yeah.
0: Do you. <laughs> do you. you.
1: Can gang. That's it. Yep, Can gang all day.
0: Rise up, you know, Dirty Bird Nation.
1: <laughs> nah, I can't do that.
0: That's cool, that's cool
1: cool i respect it <laughs> can't rise up hey yo before y'all got that big ass dome man right mm. i went to a game with my fam to watch uh the saints and the falcons play in that opener right went to the georgia so i wore cat yeah the old georgia dome mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> i was wearing a kaepernick jersey there right mm. so i was uh i was uh I was chilling and there was these dudes behind me and they were not giving me a hard time, but they were like real passionate Falcon fans. I had never seen it before. Mm. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson would come in there, man, like on the monitor. Yeah, and he'd he be like, what Falcons, what's up? Yep. What the and then is? all you would hear is like this fake loud ass crowd come across. Like yo, like yo, are they pumping sound in here? Look, look, but look. We're not gonna
0: talk about that. That was
1: a yo. Look, that was
0: 2016. Was like,
1: we did it. We got they wild it, bro. We ain't pumping noise no more. I was like yo, they wild it, they pumping. But anyway, yo, make a long story short, that game came down to the wire. And the Saints was winning, but the Falcons came back and won that jump, man. Yo,
0: God damn
1: right. And, Behind me and his dad, man, they were like crying, like they had literal tears in their eyes. Like we did it. I was like, yo, you don't understand. that. I was like, yo,
0: this
1: is we fire. I can't. Even. Fucking <laughs> sick. You like, you got to be in it to understand it. On part is, man, I feel like everybody and their mama drove up from New Orleans to talk trash. It was mad Saints fans out there. Deuce McAllister good. was at the game. New Orleans. I was walking past. Mad
0: close, like it ain't yeah. Close
1: there. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got a couple of New Orleans people after Katrina. They just stayed in Atlanta. Like, they came in Atlanta, and then they never went back. But, uh, yeah, man, I saw Deuce McAllister. He was big as hell. I was like, no wonder that motherfucker played so long. Like, he was taller than me and, like, stockier than me, and I ain't no small dude. Like, I'm, I'm a cool six feet, you know what I mean, about 240. Yo, bro was just straight bigger than me. Like, I was like, damn, I ain't know it was that big. No, man, but. I trying to tackle that man at full speed. Yeah, cause it's funny, man. Like the people you think will be big, they're not big. Like I seen Michael Vick in person. I'm bigger than Michael Vick. I'm like, damn, man. I was bigger than him when I was like fresh out of high school. Yeah, but you, ain't you know? Him, Hell no. Nah. But you know, he from that Virginia water. I ain't slow. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Virginia water is different.
1: <laughs> but I ain't as fast as big. I ain't gonna lie like that. But I ain't slow though. But <laughs>
0: yeah, Virginia water is different. I ain't gonna hold you. I got
1: family. Down. Yeah, yeah they different. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Though yeah. yeah. know, we get busy down here. Like when it comes to sports, there's so many people I know that could have done something. Like, damn you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, man, it was funny seeing a running back that damn big, but I got off on a tangent, but I just wanted to talk about y'all pumping that rise up noise in there, that oh, shit was man. fun, like look, 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 <laughs> look. y'all had some rounds, I was like, this shit coming from under the seats, like, he motherfucker's loud,
0: look man, it's over <laughs> and done with man, god damn, I thought you <laughs> forgot about that,
1: <laughs> yo, that job was so funny, man, you
0: know, yo, it's so you know how long I heard shit about that? Like, oh, y'all pump crowds, Y'all ain't even real fans, y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah, yo. It's real, though. Y'all were really pump a crowd. And then, the, and then the other funny thing about y'all rivalry is the Superdome was just the Superdome, right? Mm-hmm. And then it became the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Lo and behold, y'all build a new stadium and go make it the Mercedes-Benz. I'm just like, <laughs> that I'm that like yo. <laughs> it's like, if I'm the Saints fan, I'm going to just be like, y'all on our nuts.
0: <laughs> but then again... <laughs>
1: When they come with that,
0: like oh, y'all just a fucking hoopty. We the real bands. Look at y'all bum ass stadium. That shit
1: <laughs> I'ma tell you like this. You might be right when it comes to that stadium. But if you ever, ever get a chance to go to a game in the Superdome, I promise you. First off, that shit is live. Your cousin right here wants
0: me to go to a Saints game and he wants me to get arrested for
1: whooping. No, no, no. That's the beautiful part about it, man. See, man, y'all got that at rough buff. Mentality, hey amen. Lay that to the side when you come to the south, man. It's gonna be fun banter, and you are gonna be able to hit Bourbon Street and party like, like it's gonna be like people out there just wearing their jerseys, no, and it's just no, fun no, ribbing. No. It ain't, no, it ain't no real hate. You understand?
0: I hate these motherfucking Saints fans. Like they, they gonna argue with you?
1: Give you some good food and some drinks too. I promise you have a blast, bro. I promise.
0: And if we lose it, and they t- no. No. Well, t- tweet them hoes, man. You got direct communication, you better tweet will be like, "Look, man, I'm coming to this game. <laughs> don't lose." Listen, man. L- you don't know how many times I've added the defense, the defensive players, the offensive players, the coaches. I'm like, "Look, what the fuck we doing out here? Get these goddamn w and stop playing with me."
1: Hey man, you gotta hit them up, man. You gotta, you gotta put in a special request, man. Holler at the football gods or something, bro. Man,
0: y'all want me to prosper? Y'all want me to go to jail and ways in? Nah, all, man. I, man. I
1: promise. I promise you would have a blast. I promise you would, without a doubt. I okay. guarantee you would have a blast. Okay, you go because number one, because number, number
0: one. What? Go up to Seattle and see how much fun you have up there.
1: You know, I was born in Washington State.
0: That don't mean nothing. <laughs>
1: I I just go there and visit. The people ain't real, man. They ain't no real fans.
0: <laughs> mm, mm, <shot> fire, huh?
1: <laughs> they not real, bro. <laughs> when I was out there, when I was out there Jerry Rice fan, who were they loving? Who played for him? I bet you they don't even know Cortez Kennedy from the U was a Seattle Seahawks. Like I really want these people, I want these Seahawks fans to really be Seahawks fans. Like that's where they're gonna get my respect you don't
0: know that kind of stuff, bro. The early I remember is Warren Moon.
1: But he wasn't even really official. Like, he was an oiler for real, for real.
0: Yeah, he was. But that's the first time I remember actually paying attention between him
1: yeah, and him. how man. Me, Seahawks small orders. You know, they they got they had people, man. You know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, but you know what? That, It ain't never this been. This ain't my beef. We gonna get to it, though.
0: But this ain't my beef. Yeah.
1: But I would go. I would go, and then i go hiking and drink some coffee and shit, you know, just for the experience, because you go going to find like-minded individuals, you know? You're going to find some Atlanta Falcons fans if you go, so it'll be fun, man.
0: That's true. That's definitely
1: true. I would take that trip. We could do a live on location, Gridiron Guys special edition podcast from New Orleans. It'll be fire.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's going to be fire. Right. It's going to be some... Look, look, man. I'm
1: a I'm different, telling you, bro. different kind of fan, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Trust me, man. I spent all my summers down there. You know what I'm saying? My dad stays down there. My brother. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you don't hate the Saints yeah. like I hate the Saints. Look, talk to your cousin. He will tell you. He's, seen listen, you. He's seen me in action get riled up over this shit.
1: Hey, listen. I respect it, bro. I don't like nobody but the 49ers. Straight up. Everybody else, I'll pay attention to them. I like I like football, but when it comes to like having an emotional attachment, I get it. I care when the 49ers win and lose. I don't care about them other people. Like that shit messes yeah.
0: up my weekend we you know? Like I don't
1: feel But that's what that's what'll make it fun, bro. I'm telling you. Okay. You'll enjoy it. Okay. You'll okay. enjoy it. Promise.
0: All right. All right, we're gonna see. Maybe <laughs> we might see. We might not.
1: Wait, wait.
0: That was a long-ass tangent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, but it's all good.
0: It is. It is. All right, y'all. This is uh, Gridiron Guys episode six. We are out of here till next week. I am Sean Pesos.
1: It's your boy, Russ Digi.
0: Y'all have a good one. Be safe out here.
1: All right. Y'all be blessed.
0: Peace. (laughs)